I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. About a year ago, a friend landed a grand job running a medium-sized company. A few weeks in, I had lunch with him and he told me he was having a pretty grim time. Half his staff was mediocre, the culture was sleepy, and although he had come up with a plan to change things, he wasn't at all sure it would work. Last week we met again, and I asked how it was going. Great, he said, it's all good. I congratulated him on having whipped everything into shape so quickly, but he gave me a funny look and said the only thing he had so far managed to whip into shape was himself. He'd worked out that the first thing you have to do as a chief executive is to learn to lie. Or if not actually to lie, never to give voice to four basic truths. The first rule is never to admit to not enjoying the job. When you're in charge, you can't say that you're struggling or stressed or having any negative feelings about the work at all. Instead, you must insist that the job is stimulating and going well and that you're entirely in control. The second truth you're forbidden from uttering is that you don't like or rate anyone at all in your organisation. My chairman's an idiot is something often thought but which must never, ever be uttered. Even less can you disparage anyone who works for you. Third, bad-mouthing your company is out of the question. You're responsible for it and for everyone who works there, and you have to be chief cheerleader at all times, however unnatural that feels. There was John Cryan last week laying it on with a trowel as he insisted that Deutsche Bank was absolutely rock solid. By the standards of bank chief executives, Mr Cryan is a straight talker. He dared declare in November that his bonus didn't make him work harder, But even he had to play the confidence game. Banks are only ever rock solid when people believe them to be so. There are only two times when it's possible to say something negative. When you can blame it on your predecessor, and then it's open season, and when you have a plan up your sleeve for improving matters. Even then, though, such talk can be dangerous. When Stephen Elop likened Nokia to a burning platform, he spoke the truth one that was needed to frighten employees into action. Yet it was a disaster. Things continued to get worse until Nokia was finally bailed out by Microsoft, which bought its mobile phone unit. The final thing my friend has learned never to tell anyone is that he's not sure. As chief executive, you can't say, we're making this takeover, restructuring or slashing costs, but I'm not entirely sure it will work. Instead, you have to present every initiative as a no-brainer. Not only is doubt over strategy forbidden, but admissions of self-doubt are ruled out too. Even though almost all chief executives privately admit to being riddled with it, and those that don't are the ones we worry about, they must never say, I'm not sure I'm up to this, for fear they'll be taken at face value. 
Possibly these four forbidden truths can be confided to a sympathetic spouse in the dead of night, but that's as far as it's wise to go. Any sign of non-enjoyment or doubt or lack of faith in the company or individuals is taken as tantamount to admitting that you are unfit for the job. This is all pretty constraining, especially given how hard it is to be a chief executive and how often it ends in failure. With hindsight, some former chief executives will, in unguarded moments, admit that the job was hellish, but at the time there was only one thing for it, square their shoulders and lie. According to my friend, the good thing about pretending to be having a great time is it helps you convince yourself that you actually are. The bad thing is that it's thoroughly alienating. If you can't tell your friends what you really feel, there isn't much point in having friends. As I headed back to work, it occurred to me that his list was not complete. There is a further taboo, and over this lunch he had comprehensively broken it. That fifth thing you can never say as chief executive is, my job means that I sometimes have to lie and pretend. There is only one acceptable view of what it takes to be a great leader, which is that you have to be honest with yourselves and others at all times. This simply isn't true. A chief executive can only afford to be honest up to a point. In fact, the scope for honesty is so curtailed that the job is quite unsuited to anyone who, like my friend, is too addicted to saying what he really thinks.